you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Okay, if I took a poll right now of everybody listening and asked you to share a struggle in your life or business, I'm sure many of you, if not most of you, would say that you struggle with clutter in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's physical clutter, digital clutter, mental clutter, we all struggle with clutter in some form, right? Well, keep on listening. I know you will love hearing from our guest today. I'm sharing my conversation with Lydia Martin. She is the founder of Banish Business Clutter. Lydia has over 20 years of experience in direct sales, and she also has five years of experience as a corporate speaker, trainer, and coach. Just one year ago, she launched Banish Business Clutter, and her passion is to help business owners reduce their stress and overwhelm by teaching them systems that increase focus, productivity, and results. I know we all need a little bit of that in our lives. You will absolutely love hearing what Lydia has to say today. I know I took so many aha moments away myself just from recording the episode. So if you are ready to clear the clutter from your life and from your business, then stay tuned. This one's for you. Hi, Lydia. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Tiffany, so excited to be here. Yes, it's great to see you. Now, I would love for you to share with us about you and your family. Awesome. So I live in North Carolina with my husband and I have three kids. One is 23, graduated from college and working. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's always sad when they leave the nest, but it's a very um, fulfilling feeling to see them working in the degree where they went to school. (laughs) Yeah. So very exciting. Uh, My middle daughter is 21 and getting ready to graduate from college. And then I have a 13 year old who I homeschool. So my son is working to survive seventh grade. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but wow. yes. Our homeschooling too. Oh my goodness. Busy, busy, busy. It is busy, but it's a lot of fun. Good, good. All right. So tell us about your experience in the direct sales industry. So I went to my very first direct sales party when I was 23 and I was a newlywed and um, could not cook. I mean, at all. My friends used to invite me to parties and always said, Lydia, you bring the paper plates and the chips (laughs) for good reason. And I was invited to a Pampered Chef party and I almost didn't go because I thought, what would a non-cook do at what we used to call kitchen shows back then. (laughs) 
but I went, um, that party, um, absolutely changed the trajectory of my life, which is crazy to look back now, but I, I had such a blast at that party and I hosted a party of course, to get everything for free. Cause I didn't have good quality tools and well, then I decided to sell it only because my friend said, you're so excited. Why don't you sell it? So you can tell others about what you're doing. <laughs> I kept talking about my products and how excited I was. And I thought, oh, sure, I'll do that for a few parties. And it ended up leading to a 20-year amazing career. <laughs> so very thankful for that party. Yeah. So you were in Pampered Chef for 20 years? 20 years. Wow. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So how was your journey within that 20 years. So you, you started off with a few parties sharing it. That's what we always mm -hmm. encourage people to do yes. your, your passion for the products. So tell us about those 20 years. Well, that was exactly it. I was really clueless. I was young, terrified to cook in front of people, but I was just having so much fun. And I just think enthusiasm carries you a long way. If you're just excited and genuine with people and, you know, that is really what got me started. It, it was all about taking what I, I was learning and then teaching that to other people. Mm -hmm. um, I was a teacher by heart, teacher by education. I actually was a music teacher. Mm -hmm. So I love to teach, but instead of teaching kids music, I, I literally saw my businesses teaching others how to cook if you weren't a cook. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And so I was just passionate about that. And before I knew it, people were joining my team. And I remember in the early days saying, yay, join my team. I have no idea what I'm doing, but we'll call my director and she'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it was a lot of that in the beginning. Um, but then um, I discovered very quickly that not only did I love to help people learn how to use the products, but I loved empowering and encouraging especially women in building a business. And I had always loved business. I was the, you know, I love selling Girl Scout cookies and things and um, always loved that fun aspect of sales. But really what I loved is helping other people learn how to present products authentically and genuinely, not salesy. And um, that training and coaching, it just lit a fire. And that's what I really love doing over the 20 years is just working with my team, building that organization. I mean, what a blessing to be in direct sales. I, I always tell people there's nothing like it. Mm -hmm. Where else can you have a quote unquote job with that kind of flexibility where you earn free trips <laughs> and, you know, amazing income and all those wonderful products that you wanted anyway. It's, it's just very, very thankful for those 20 years. That's awesome. So can you, are you, do you consider yourself a good cook now? <laughs> I turned into a total foodie. <laughs> Oh, great. So I did. Oh, In yay. fact, uh, my, my family ate very well during those 20 years. Oh, <laughs> so um, you are no longer the paper plates and chips. Definitely. <laughs> no, I am no longer asked to bring chips and yay. paper plates. Let's just put that <laughs> out there for sure. They're like, Oh, Lydia's coming. Wonderful. We'll have her bring the food. <laughs> 
that's so. great. And that shows you yeah. that like a lot of people will say, I'm just not a good cook. It doesn't, you don't, you're not born with cooking abilities. Like you have, no. <laughs> it's a learned thing and you well, can teach it, yourself. Exactly. And, and does in any company you're with, you know, at first it's a little overwhelming because you're like, how, I don't have any product knowledge. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Any company, like, I don't know about this, but the, if you're just sharing from your stories and your personal experience, I mean, being a user of the products is what increases that product knowledge. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just having head knowledge is not the same as heart knowledge. Like, mm -hmm. like knowing the transformation something is making in your life, that's really what you need to, to share because mm -hmm. um, that's what makes the difference. So mm -hmm. yes, we're not selling the products. We're selling ourselves. No. Yes, no, absolutely. And you know, I didn't even know what the word branding was through most of my direct selling <laughs> career. Um, I, you know, now that I've been in the online marketing space for six years, I wish there's a lot of things I do now um, in my current business that I wish I had known when I was in direct sales, like, you know, branding myself and not my product, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. and, and what I brought to the table, I didn't realize the value of that. You know, a lot of us aren't very confident when we first get started in ourselves. Um, you know, we're, and thank goodness that we can rely on the marketing our company gives us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's one of the best reasons to get into direct sales. You don't have to develop a product. You don't have to ship it. You don't have to market it. You have all these wonderful tools, but you have to determine your genius zone, your God-given gifts that can bless and impact others. And if you know what those things are, it just makes such a difference in your messaging and your impact. And so I'd love all of that. So there's a lot yeah. of, lot of good information out there now, but when I was new in, in direct sales, no, I was clueless and all of that. <laughs> yes. And that's okay because it you still worked out. Yes. Yes. And you wouldn't have the journey that you've had so far if, you know, you knew all that from the beginning, you know, nobody knows all that. So that's it great. Is and always a journey. You're always learning. Absolutely. And that's what people think. Well, you know, I have to know everything to be successful. No, you, you learn by doing, mm -hmm. you know, the best thing I did that any direct seller can do is to jump in. So what I've first got my kit, the first thing I did was create 30 beautiful host packets, <laughs> right? I, I learned later on that that's really just um, playing office is what I call it, <laughs> that's you right. know, where you, you get busy and you feel like you're working your business, but I wasn't doing the most important thing. It wasn't the people work or the paperwork I needed to focus on. It was the people work. Mm -hmm. And so I finally got on the phone and booked my first few parties. And by launching and jumping in, even though I didn't know everything, I didn't know what I was doing, that truly is what launched and kicked off my business. So I, I remember teaching my team again and again that you, you just need to launch. You just need to start mm -hmm. all of the knowledge and, and things, skills that you're going to learn and, and gain happen by doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's less scary to put together 30 host packets than to <laughs> make is. one phone call. And so that's why people do that. Yes, it is so true. In fact, even today, you know, we didn't have Facebook back then, obviously. I remember, okay, this is going to date me, but like literally we didn't even have high-speed internet. We were still on dial-up internet and we were still filling out paper forms to submit our parties. 
This was back in 1995, everyone. <laughs> um, so, but today, how many people just post on social media because that it is, it feels more comfortable and easier than actually personally inviting someone. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I understand, but that people interaction is key. Mm -hmm. So true. All right. So we talked, we kind of touched on this and kind of hinted at it, but have you, you're known for your organization and for banishing <laughs> clutter. Were you always clutter-free in your business? No. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, um, the reason why I um, have launched my business, Banished Business Clutter, is because for 17 years, the first 17 years of my direct sales business, I was so overwhelmed with clutter. And originally it was the paper clutter. You know, you know, back when we did physical door prize slips, and if I could just the countless number of door prize slips, <laughs> you know, the order forms, keeping up with the contact information. I just remember always being in survival mode. You know, you know, I started having my family, you know, when you start raising a family, you're running a business, you're constantly just trying to keep up. And one thing I could never keep up with was the paper. So between catalogs and forms, and I mean, you could never see my dad. You, it was hard to see the floor around my desk and I would always try to implement filing systems and I could never find anything. And it was, it was disheartening for sure. It doesn't, you don't walk into your workspace excited to go to work when you can barely find your desk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so true. But I always told myself, I don't have time to get organized. I used to say that all the time. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I don't have time to be organized. I, you know, I just have to keep working my business. And there is some truth to that. I mean, you do need to spend your time on income producing activities. But what I learned is that that disorganization, more than just clutter, it was actually mental and emotionally holding me back. It was paralyzing me from having the clarity I needed to maximize my business. Um, and when I finally realized how much time I was wasting, how much money I was wasting, oh, I have a great story. You know, every once in a while I would clean my desk, but I couldn't take it anymore. And I'm like, I'm getting organized. And one time I found a $500 check. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and of course it, it was, was an old over one. a year old. There was oh. no, there was no way I was going back to that host and saying, you, I need you to rewrite me this check. Oh. So I've, I've literally lost money, physical money, $500 from disorganization. But, you know, time is money, you know, <laughs> and any time that we do not have a system for communication and information, we are wasting valuable time. And it, it just, it steals our joy. It steals our, our freedom. You know, it just impacts us so much more than I think people realize. Mm -hmm. So 17 years of living like that, I finally determined enough was enough. So to 2013 is when I, I said, this is it. Now, of course, digital things were, you know, from 2008 to 2013. I mean, think about all of the changes that happened, you know, just digitally in the world, new tools and systems and cloud-based storage and a lot was going on in social media, which of course, 
now we were struggling not just with physical clutter, but with digital clutter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, if, if I could tell you story after story of the desktops I've seen, um, <laughs> where I cannot see the image behind their desktop because it's literally filled with thousands of files or, um, so even that my digital world was, was getting cluttered. I couldn't find things easily. I never knew where certain links were. So I finally determined in 2013 that enough tools were out there that surely I could create a system that would change this for me. Mm -hmm. And someone introduced me to Evernote. And that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> the beginning of the beginning, for sure. It was, I, I, and what's the funniest, for six months I had Evernote installed and I just didn't get it. I was like, I don't understand why everyone's excited about this. And I'm very techy. I do love technology and tools, but like the interface and the experience has to be super clear cut for me to stick mm-hmm. to it because mm-hmm. I, you know. I'm, I'm like, I can tell if it's a tool, typically if it's going to work for me right away, but this tool, the light bulbs were not going off. Mm. And I thought, I don't understand. So I phoned a friend, (laughs) Becca, I know that you love this tool. You have, you have to help me. And she, she kind of opened up my mind to the possibility of not just what this tool could do for me, but the systems I could implement with the tool supporting that system. And I dug in full speed. And today I literally, I have one bin of paper. I'm allowed, I give myself one bin. That's where all my paper goes until I scan it. I have a sort scan shred method. I now have a complete system for everything from mail to communication, to documents, to tax receipts, Evernote and my system literally transformed how I work with paper. And to come to my desk and be able to see my desk when I walk into my workspace. I mean, it's, it's life-changing in your emotional mindset. <laughs> um, and then my digital world, I mean, that is really what I help most, most business owners that come to me. You know, the digital space is frustrating to them because they waste so much time. So just, it's not all about Evernote. It's a, I finally realized it's the systems. If you have a system where you know where things go, you save things so you can get to them quickly. You have tools where information can go in and out so you can find it, share it, sort it, organize it. I mean, it's empowering. It's just empowering. So that is what I help business owners with today to, to reduce clutter, physical, digital, mental, so that they can have more freedom, more time, more motivation, (laughs) more energy, all the things we need to, to run our businesses every day. That's awesome. You are speaking to me truly. I feel like exposed a little bit <laughs> because <laughs> I am where you were. I mean, I haven't found a $500 oh. check on my desk, but I'm definitely in that zone for sure. Well, and the, and the good news is, I mean, obviously, you know, you can still do amazing things, even if you don't have all your systems in place. And that's why I encourage people. It's a process. You can't wake up tomorrow and have the perfect system for every piece in your business from generating new leads to customer care follow-up. I mean, these are all systems you need to be in place, but it's a process mm-hmm. and you can't do everything everything at once and you can still achieve amazing things while you're in the process. So I don't ever want anyone to be discouraged because if I can build an amazing business and not be able to see my desk for 17 years, you can too. (laughs) Anyone can, but 
you can carve, if you can carve out those pockets of time to really just be intentional. It's about being intentional. It's really mm-hmm. what it is. It's, um, you know, instead of having the random mindset where we're always reactive, if you can just be more proactive in, in thinking through your processes of how you do things. And I'm going to tell you how to know what system to start with. It's the one that's giving you the most pain. Mm. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. So if you're like, okay, I waste so much time every day because I never know my passwords. Like it's driving me crazy. That's a pain point. It's time to start using a password manager. And so you find out, you search, you, you connect with people who are good with these things, which password manager should I use? And you commit to a new system where there's one place where all your passwords are stored securely. And now every time you go to a website, you click a button and you're in. Nice. Like that's a system that brings freedom. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. It seems it seems so small, but those little things make a big difference. Yes. And I'm sure that once you once something like that clicks and you find that system mm. that works, you're more motivated to find, you know, okay, what's the next area I can work exactly. on? My life's so much easier. <laughs> exactly. You realize, oh my goodness. I mean, like I help people, even bookmarks, bookmarks Mm. is such a simple thing, but think about the number of Facebook groups, Tiffany, that you visit in any given week. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Facebook groups from the parties you're holding to the groups you're in, to your team groups, to your page, to your company. Do you know how much time people waste in starting a new tab and searching for another thing? where you can create a folder on your bookmarks bar that has all of your saved, the link, a quick link, one push of a button that will take you to any group you want from any tab that you're in. And most people don't even think through their process enough to know that's possible. Okay. And that one little change, you'll be zipping around online, like nobody's business. Um, It's, (laughs) You know, it's, it's just those sort of things that make, I'm telling you, they, they make a big difference. So that's what I love about digital organization. Usually it just takes people from that paralyzed feeling to feeling unstoppable. Like, okay, I'm ready. What's next? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, yes. that's great. And I feel like, at least for me, when I do have, you know, a long way to get to a link or to a page or whatever, mm-hmm. you just kind of get used to it, you know? And so you're like, just used to taking, you know, 17 clicks oh, to get somewhere right. or typing in searching every time I need to go to a group, I just click, you know, type in the search box. So you're right. You get used to it. But then once you're like, you free up that few seconds. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. I'm going to have to really take a hard look at all of the things that yes. I Yes. Well, and I always, one of the things I teach, you know, if you go to my blog, I have some articles on this, you know, clutter and, and, and again, clutter, any type of clutter, physical, digital, mental, you have to have a plan and a place. And I love that one quote by Barbara Hempfield. She said, clutter, clutter is nothing more than postponed decisions. And one of the reasons why most of us struggle with clutter is because we haven't made the decision of where something's going to go and our, our habits that we're going to change to make sure from this point forward, that system sticks. Okay. And I mean, think about it. How many times have we cleaned off a, a tabletop or a desk 
only for it to get piled up again. It's because we didn't change this, the way we work with paper. Well, by having Evernote, for example, and I use many tools. I use Google Drive. I use, you know, um, a lot, lots of different things. I mean, there's lots of awesome tools out there, but it's the system that brings the tool to life. And so I, I was the worst with mail. That was my, and schoolwork. Oh my word, the kids' schoolwork would come in and it would just pile, pile, pile. Well, I changed my system because I determined that Evernote was going to be the place where everything was stored. So mail comes in, I sort, I scan, I shred, and now that mail is gone because everything I needed is stored in my place, which is Evernote, right? But my system is what prevents it the clutter from happening again. So the, you got to have a plan, you got to have a place. So whatever that place is, is determined by you. And I, as a digital tools trainer and systems trainer, I, I always try to help people discover what is their best tool. But a lot of people come to me without a tool at all. So I'm always like, come, come follow me. I will show you the ins and outs in Evernote and it will blow your mind. Um, if you have a system that's already working for you, stick with it. There's no reason to change something that's working. But if you don't have a system, come, come learn a little bit more about Evernote. You might go, this is the place. This is what I need. (laughs) So it's really fun. And I'm hearing that from my friends who are jumping into Evernote. They're like, wow, I never knew it was so amazing. Mm-hmm. So I, yes, I am definitely ready to try it myself for sure. <laughs> so you have your business, which is called Banish Business Clutter. What was, so you got organized after your 17 years mm-hmm. of yeah. living a cluttery business life and you, you got organized, you pared down your systems, you figured it out or started figuring it out. Now, what was your, how did you go from the direct sales industry? And then you had this realization, like I could have just a freer, <laughs> more time in my life. If I just get more organized, how did you come up with the idea for banish business clutter? So since I started um, this journey in 2013, of course, I was so super excited about it. I had a lot of other consultants on my team and peers and things. They were constantly coming to me and saying, wait, what system are you using? How, how are you communicating more effectively with your hosts? How are you offering resources to your team? I mean, I was using Evernote for everything. I was even creating um, note links to resources that my customers needed. So of course, in our business, we were constantly sharing recipes. So I created an Evernote note called Lydia's Recipe Box. And I was able to add all of my amazing recipe links in one location. And I shared that as a link. So now instead of saying to my customers, oh yeah, I'll email you that recipe. Oh yeah, I'll I'll send you. I just said, here's the link to my recipe box. And they would go to that link and everything would be there. This was, I didn't have my own personal website. I had my company's replicated website, but I didn't have a personal website or way to share information like that until I had Evernote. Now, of course, today we have Google Drive and OneDrive and other things, but what is so magical about Evernote that's very different than those tools is one note can share a number of things. So I had a complete host coaching system where I had a welcome note and it had an audio message attached to it. 
So I would say a message, a personal message to my host with all of their welcome information. And then in there, it had links to other pieces of information. I mean, virtual parties were just coming out as I was leaving my direct sales business, but I did the last year, year and a half, ran a thriving virtual party business alongside my home parties, all because of Evernote. All of my communication was going in and out through that tool. So as I was getting closer to my 20 years, that burning passion to teach and train and empower others in whatever business they had, it was just, when you can't sleep at night, you know that a change is coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was a very, very difficult decision to leave a direct sales business and company that I adored. Um, loved my team, but you know, when God calls you to the next step, I knew that I was not going to have peace unless I stepped out of the boat, walked in faith and moved ahead. So um, that is literally where I transitioned. It was kind of like God said, okay, that was your, that was a 20 year amazing training ground, but now I have the next thing for you. And so I, and it was a scary jump out of the boat, but um, that is when I got connected with Belinda and Step Into Success. I spent a few years with her learning the entire online marketing world, digital courses. And I realized there's such a need out there, no matter what type of business you have for digital organization. And coming up with the name of my business, I, it didn't hit me at first. I was like, what is, what, what should I call what I do for people? Because I offer coaching, I do courses, you know, I have training, I do workshops. And I was like, well, people understand what I mean by clutter. And it was, it, this was just wild. Have you ever heard of the Clifton Strengths Finder? Do you know what the no. Clifton Strengths Finder is? Mm -mm. So it's a wonderful assessment that you can take. If you buy the book, you get a link to the assessment for free, but it, it reviews with you your top 34, uh, or there's 34 leadership strengths, and it helps you determine what your strengths are. So um, I, I participated in an activity to find my leadership strengths, and my number one strength is strategic. And the very first sentence of this um, theme, they call it, it's, is this. It says, the strategic theme enables you to sort through the clutter and find the best route. Wow. And okay. I was like, that sentence describes exactly what I love, what I can help other people learn. Um, it's what I'm passionate about. So clutter is so much more than just organizing your pantry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, getting it's all about finding the best route to the results that you're wanting. And there's the clutter that people have is making those decisions. And one of the things I always tell people, you know, indecisiveness is the enemy. Because if you are indecisive about something because you don't know the best route, then you don't take action. But action is what leads to motion and motion is what leads to momentum. So if you don't ever take that, those steps, you're not going to get to the end result. And so that is really how Banished Business Clutter was born, is, is helping business owners find the best route, whether it's through a system, a tool, you know, or just mindset, 
Okay. Sometimes the best route is, is learning how to um, rewrite those limiting beliefs we all have, you know, in our head that I can't do this. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too whatever. Um, so anyway, that's how Banished Business Clutter was born. And uh, this, this month actually is my one year anniversary oh, since wow. launching Banished Business yes. Clutter. So very thankful. It's been an amazing year. Yes. Well, of course, one year ago, we also know... <laughs> What else was happening well, in the world? That was another God story because I I resigned from after working with Belinda for a few years. I actually uh, was the field director of another direct sales company, um, field development manager. So I loved working again as a coach and a trainer in that field, but. I knew I, it was time again, another transition moment <laughs> to launch my own business. So I kind of spent five years in another training ground after direct sales, but in the last year um, have been completely 100% um, on my own. And I resigned from that corporate field uh, position on March 2nd of mm. 2020. Wow. Two weeks before the lockdown. Yes. And I often wonder if I had done it a month later, would I have changed my mind? <laughs> right. Like, right. right. How many, I mean, you would, most people when, when COVID hit, it was like, you wouldn't, you were not thinking I should have a job transition right now, mm -hmm. but I'm so glad that it happened as it did, because I just jumped all in, launched my business with a free five day challenge. And at that point, everyone had come home and they were wanting to get organized in their business. They were wanting to get organized in their life. And so that challenge kicked everything off. And since then, I've held, held multiple challenges, getting ready to hold a free workshop um, that, uh, of course, introduces people to my course, The Digital Clutter Cure. So it's been a really amazing journey to, to watch other business owners thrive with this info. Yes. And timing is everything. Like you said, if it would have been a month later, you might not have done it. You might've been like, well, maybe I'll just hang on another six months and see what happens. <laughs> and that's why you should never make decisions based on fear. Um, if you're called to do something, you, you just do it. You have to, you know, the fact that I had resigned and jumped all in, I mean, think about it. I went from a corporate job and salary to mm -hmm. zero. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was a big step. Voluntarily. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and and I had zero on an email list. I mean, I had mm. been communicating business owners for years, but I had zero on an email list. I didn't have a course built. And I was like, I started from ground one. But when sometimes when you when you have that big of a jump, you go all in because there's there isn't an, a plan B. You you have to be all in. And I'm so glad. And you know, everything we launch, you know, we, a lot of us struggle with doubt because like, oh, that could have been better. You know, that party could have been better that this situation could have been better, but you know what? Everything we experience is a learning process to get us to the bigger goals. So that's my biggest encouragement, especially in the direct sales world. You know, there there's, it's not possible to ever to succeed in a straight line, right? If, if you have a goal that's at the top of the Mount Everest, okay? You can't walk straight up the mountain. You have to have times where you're going, I, that's, I've shared this, I think when I, I met you, Tiffany, you heard this story about Alison Levine. Everyone needs to look up Alison Levine's TED Talk on YouTube, but she talks about when she was climbing Mount Everest, you can't just climb to the top. You can only climb 
from base camp. You have to spend like two weeks at base camp. Then you go up to base camp one. Then you got to go back down before you go back to one, up to two. Then you got to go back down again before you can go to three. And this whole process has to happen so that you get used to the altitude and your body is prepared enough for the top. And a lot of people in business and especially in direct sales don't realize this is a natural part of the journey. Mm -hmm. They think if I ever take two steps back, I'm failing. That is so far from the truth. So like if, if I'm sure you have experience or know of people who let's say they get a promotion to a level, but then they lose that title and they think all is lost or I'm a failure. That's actually not true. You're just coming back down to base camp and now you've learned from that experience, what are you going to do differently? And that's going to propel you up to the next level and then the level above that. And it's, it's, it's all part of it. And that's why I'm thankful that I have 20 years of hindsight because I didn't know that going in and I beat myself up every time I would have a setback or, you know, maybe one of your directors resigns or maybe, you know, you haven't recruited in a few months and you start to doubt yourself and no, you, you have to stick with it and, and recalculate. <laughs> Okay. Um, and eventually you, you can get to that goal. You just need that determination and that push through power because otherwise you miss opportunities. Got to get through the times, even if it's not all going perfectly. That's right. That's right. And after hearing that story, um, there's, we throw that phrase around. We have a little group chat with some of us and we'll throw that phrase around. We just need to go back to base camp. <laughs> go back so, to base. You're just at base camp. Okay. Yep, that's it. That's You're right. Still, still moving ahead in the journey. You just, took a few steps back to go higher the next time. That's all it that's is. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's so inspiring. I just love all of this advice and all of these tips. So tell us how we can. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, mm -hmm. which I mean, I'm saying the same thing. So I'm totally here too, but how can we uh, get into your workshop? How can we take advantage of what you have to offer? Do you have anything special coming up? Yes. So um, you can find me, of course, at banishbusinessclutter.com. Um, you can also find me on social media. My handle for pretty much all social sites is Lydia Martin Biz, B-I-Z. So Lydia Martin Biz, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, all that good stuff. But I do have a um, very exciting workshop coming up. It's called Three Steps to organizing your business and your life with Evernote. So whether you're struggling with organization or maybe you've had Evernote, tried it, you, maybe you're like I was in the beginning, you just don't get it. <laughs> like, like what's so powerful about it? How can it really impact me? Or even if you already have a tool you love and Evernote's not your tool, this workshop is still for you. Because remember, it's not just about the tool. It's about the system. And we are going to be talking about my three secrets, boss steps to really getting started in this journey to streamlining and simplifying your systems. It's so important to have those simplified systems. I remember for years in my business, I used to say, I mean, that was literally training my team. You need to make your job look easy. <laughs> no, you don't need to make your job look easy. You need your job to be easy. <laughs> I love that. There is a difference. Yes. So if you want life and business to be easy, you're going to have to learn these steps. So you can join us and sign up for that workshop. We have a special link for all of your awesome listeners. And that link is Lydia Martin. That's 
L-Y-D-I-A-M-A-R-T-I-N dot biz, B-I-Z, forward slash directly different. So LydiaMartin.biz slash directly different, and that will take you to where you can sign up for the free workshop and get started on your declutter journey. <laughs> yes. And that is very time sensitive. So if you're listening to this in March of 2021, end of, you know, near the end yes. of March 2021, that's, that's for this time. And then in the future, if you're listening to this in the future, you can definitely find Lydia on Yes. Businessclutter.com or LydiaMartin.biz or on Facebook. And you can find, she's always offering something awesome yes. in her groups for sure. So in case you're listening to this after March, then you know where to find her. And she always, and I know she has really fun things planned for the future. She was telling me some things that she has planned yes. for, for upcoming months. Exciting. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yes. BanishBusinessClutter.com will direct you to all of those things. <laughs> yes, that's right. So whatever she has going on, definitely take advantage because, oh man, I'm totally going to be at this workshop. I hope, <laughs> I hope those of you who are listening will join me as I love to have some friends to do it with, to keep me accountable because I need yes. it for sure. For I always sure. say, you know, don't declutter alone. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> declutter right. with right. friends. <laughs> That's right. Decluttering friends is always better. It's always a good idea. Yes. <laughs> and I want to say too, this is not just for direct sellers. Like this is mm -hmm. for, if you are a business owner of any kind, or even just a home manager, you know, if you were yes. just a stay home mom, like this is for anybody. I think you, you've mentioned that you have, you know, clients of all lifetime. I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even, even as a homeschool mom, I mean, I, I've often thought, how would I homeschool without Evernote? Like, mm. like I would be so disorganized. I mean, I use Evernote even for personal memorabilia. So like, think about all the kids projects, art projects. You know, my mom saved all of our report cards and things like that in boxes and then handed it to me as an adult. And you know, that was fun for all of five minutes. And then I was like, what am I going to do with <laughs> So what I've created is I've created a notebook for each one of my kids. And so when they would have the art projects, I would take a photo or scan into their Evernote notebook. I have their report cards in there, notes from teachers, anything that I want them to be able to look back on, all stored digitally. And all I have to do is share a link with them and they get access to all of their childhood memories without me handing them a box. Oh, that is a gift. That is a yes. Gift. Oh my! It goodness. is a gift for many, many reasons. Because <laughs> you know, if anybody's ever helped a parent, you know, have to clean, you know, go through a house um, from their parents, you know, that is a lot. It's exhausting, and I don't, I don't want to do that to my kids. I really, I want a very minimal and simplistic. Especially as I get older, I realize how important it is to not have stuff not to have stuff that's not needed, not necessary. And I know those memories are important and that's why I rely on my wonderful scanner. I, any special cards or notes, it just goes through the scanner and I can look at it anytime I want without it creating clutter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's mm -hmm. all the type of systems I teach, um, like in our workshops, challenges, courses. Yeah. So. so smart. So smart. So do you have any final advice for those listening who are in direct sales? So if you're in direct sales, I really think my biggest tip is remembering what I shared about Alison Levine. It is absolutely a journey. Failure is not the opposite of success. It is part, it is the path you go through to find success. And success is defined by you. 
whatever, whatever makes you feel like you are being successful in your business is success, but you have to go through the trials and the errors to discover what that is. Don't ever feel like you're failing when those things happen that don't work out, out like they did, uh, like, like they, like you planned. And I, I, I don't know if you have ever heard of the um, ACE game. Have you ever seen that at a direct sales training? No. I, I've used to do this. I don't remember where I heard it from originally, but I, if you do this game, you hold up a deck of cards and the way you win the game is as I flip over cards, you win when I, when I have an ACE. Mm-hmm. So I, I say to you, do you want to play? And like, do you want me? And they're like, yep another card. And as long as you keep saying, yes, flip a card. Yes. Flip a card. Will you eventually get to an ACE? Mm-hmm. Yes. But, and, and I always think of the ones and the twos as nobody showed up at the party. <laughs> you know, my host canceled on me. Those are your ones and your twos, you know, but an ACE is like your next star consultant. It's your, you promoted a director, you know, you had your highest party ever you won't get to the aces unless you go through the deck. So you have to be willing to do some of the other numbers in order to get to an ace, but you could stop on a two and the very next card could be your ace. So true. But don't quit. It could take all 52 to get to the ace. It could take all 50, 48 cards to get, you could have four aces sitting there at the end of the deck but you're so focused on the twos and threes that you got that you don't continue. And it's the next card. It's the next experience. You just, you know, so many people get in and out of direct sales at the first thing that they feel didn't go well. And they chalk it up to, I'm not meant for this. No, (laughs) that's not it. You haven't given it enough yet. You have to have a bigger picture to be able to look back and have the perspective. You know what? Getting twos in the deck sometime, that's just part of it. If I want an ace, I got to be willing to go through the twos. So that would be my advice and tip is keep playing because those aces will happen. That's right. They will. They will. And if you don't believe us, just keep flipping those cards because they're there for keep sure. Flipping those cards. Keep going. <laughs> yes. I always, I always love that phrase too. S W S W S W S W. Have you ever yes. heard of that? Yeah. Yes. Some will, some won't. So what? Because someone's waiting. It has helped me through some rough days. Cause it's like, so what? Someone else is out there. That exactly. Don't stress this. over yes. the nose. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You're offering what you're offering, it's their choice if they would like to participate in what you're offering. Yes. That is not a reflection of you. So yes, hundred percent. Oh my goodness. This is yes. Right. Who is next? That's right. This is so, this has been so amazing hearing from you and hearing your wisdom and just your journey from, and I love that you started from a place of clutter (laughs) and you're not just like, Oh, I've always been so organized and I've always did not come out of the womb and organized person. (laughs) (laughs) And so it shows you that really, truly anyone from any any position can, can be clutter-free and can enjoy a clutter-free business and a clutter-free life. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, inspiration. And I'm so excited about getting started with the workshop coming up soon. Mm, And I hope those of you listening will join us too, because we, I'm ready to change my life. Are you guys ready to change yours? So (laughs) I love it. Can't wait to see you there. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Tiffany. Thank you again, Lydia. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook.
There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.